Hey, beautiful humans. It's time to stop sacrificing for everyone else and put you first. Are you feeling tired, stuck, or disconnected? Or maybe you're just looking to be the best version of you. I'm Mary Wong. And I'm Dr. Tanya Wild, and this is Embrace Embrace You First, First, a podcast to help you thrive and not just survive. We are busy moms, successful entrepreneurs, and doctors in the field of natural medicine with over 40 years combined clinical experience. You're going to learn from our professional expertise and our juicy secrets that have helped thousands of men and women just like you. We are going to teach you practical and doable strategies on health, relationships, and career. So sit back, relax, and get ready to embrace you right now. Today, we're going to talk about PMS is real, and we are with Ashley Levinson. So cool to have you here, and she is known as the PCOS girl from New Jersey, Mm -hmm. and she is a PCOS advocate and educator. Thank you for being here. Welcome. Welcome, Ashley. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I cannot wait to talk about this topic because PMS is real, so I'm really excited to talk with both of you. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about, you know, what is PMS first of all, right? Because we need to know. Yes. So PMS is premenstrual syndrome, which is basically the syndrome that can um, essentially encompass a few different um, symptoms um, because of the hormonal shift in a woman's menstrual cycle. So it could be um, PMSA, which is the more anxiety kind of aspect of PMS. It could encompass depression. So PMSD, there could be PMSH, which involves bloating and water retention. And then there's PMSC, which is the cravings that can happen with that shift just before the menstrual cycle happens. So before your flow, and we want men and women who don't maybe experience PMS to know that PMS is real. We want to educate you. We want to help mm-hmm. you understand what PMS feels like, especially from the emotional component. And for a woman with PCOS through my life, and I've talked to other, we call them sisters, have experienced a much more severe version of PMS, but it doesn't mean it doesn't isolate, you know, there are other women without PCOS who also experience in a big way. Yeah, it can be very extreme. And, Mm -hmm. you know, let's, let's uh, add in that, you know, PMS symptoms can, they can be you know, a day before, but they can literally be like right after ovulation, like close to two weeks before, yeah, right? Yeah. Like it's insane. It can be two weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. So we can't forget that. And no, then, that is so true. Yeah. What else? In, t- so, and in terms of the symptoms, I, I get the whole A, B, C, D, H and all that. Yeah. It can be <laughs> all like, of them. Oh, <laughs> forget oh, the, the yeah. division. It's just when I'm clinic doing my clinical yeah. notes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Let's, you know, let's, yes. let's get actually, actually right in yeah. on here. Like, you know, do you get PMS? Mm-hmm. Oh boy, do I get PMS? Yes. <laughs> okay, so tell us, tell us what yeah. your PMS, uh, PMS symptoms are. Okay. Well, typically uh, cramping, which I know most people are going to sit there and say, okay, we all deal with cramping, but with PCOS, it, it, it kind of goes to another level um, because I have, me personally, and not every woman with PCOS has cystic ovaries, but I have cystic ovaries. Mm. Um, I also have high levels of inflammation and my ovaries yes. are larger than most women. So I have that mm. pelvic crowding going on. So anytime I get 
the cramping, all of this is compounding what's going on and it becomes almost debilitating where I can't get out of bed. Um, you know, I, it, it simply popping a mitol is not going to do it for me. It's, right, it's, right. um, you know, it, it's a whole hormone imbalance and also the fact that I don't menstruate regularly. Um, I never have, and I can go three months, six months without having a menstrual cycle. So when I do have a menstrual cycle, it's just coming on stronger and harder than it would if my cycle was more regulated. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, of course. Right. And um, so here's the thing too. So what you're relaying to is that physically the ovaries are, you know, large. taking up space and mm-hmm. it's enlarged. So it's physically causing more cramping. And, you know, we know with PCOS, it, it is more of an inflammatory condition too, right? Mm-hmm. So it can get exacerbated yeah, you, with the more I've, hormones. I found that because I've had cysts, the one that grow to five centimeters to t- up to 10 centimeters had torsion. Um, when I found that I've had them rupture about five times in my life and it was always with the premenstrual period. And so, and it's like debilitating. You go to the emergency room level of pain. Um, but in general, PMS for me has been more over the years, pre understanding my condition of PCOS. It was that cystic acne. It was the mood change. It was the irritability and then crying sadness and, and it was noticeable and I would be aware of it back then and just go, what is wrong with me? This like this heaviness, this deep set, low mood. I don't know if you've ever experienced the mood changes, Ashley, at all, PMS. Oh, definitely mood changes. Um, you're questioning everything around you. The anxiety levels are through the roof. Mm-hmm. Um, then Irritability. Yeah, then for, for me, I then I start stressing and then I have headaches that start. Um, mm-hmm. which are part of it, uh, to the point where sometimes it's, it's like a migraine headache, um, mm-hmm. just from all of the hormones and, and, you know, just trying to think through mm-hmm. things like, why is this happening to me? It's, it's, it, it really, it's a lot. And then fatigue, fatigue is right. another thing that mm-hmm. is huge because my body is doing things that are, that aren't normal, that are supposed to be normal. So with adjusting to that, I, I'm always tired trying to just pick myself up and get through the day with it right mm-hmm. yeah and so for me mm-hmm. so i've i've never been diagnosed with pcos and we were just talking earlier and tanya's like i think you have pcos so i'm postmenopausal, but i will say that when i was menstruating and premenstrual i would get i i actually had a burst of energy right before the period me too right mm-hmm. and then um but i remember in my 20s like I would be driving to work and I'd like want to fall asleep and have a nap. Like it was like mm-hmm. insane. And then mm-hmm. I realized now it's that whole blood sugar issue. And perhaps iron. I didn't eat the best thing. Yeah. Well, it could be iron, but it could also mm-hmm. be, you know, what we normally would identify with as a breakfast food, mm-hmm. right? It could Carbs. be like a piece of toast, mm-hmm. even if it was like a whole wheat or full grain, like mm-hmm. I'd still get like sleepy after, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. But, and then having said that for sure, the PMS symptom. Yes. was was the sugar craving right okay so you big big sugar that. craving we should oh yeah because you you add that in 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 the afternoons especially for me i get mm-hmm. kind of like that sugar crash mm-hmm. where like three four o'clock where i just can't function and need something to build that energy level to get me through the rest of the day it's it's hard yeah, yeah. It's hard. 
We should mention too that PMS seems to kind of get exacerbated through the different hormonal shifts through our life, the cycles of life. So um, our, our um, definitely around puberty and then so young women may experience it worse and then around perimenopause and then um, definitely uh, with certain endocrine conditions like PCOS. So definitely there's, I, I find that women will experience worse PMS around perimenopause and puberty and with different conditions. Right. So yes. just important to note that. Absolutely. So different phases of life we mm -hmm. experience things differently for mm -hmm. sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, so question for you, Ashley, um, we were talking about earlier in a different, um, uh, you know, a Facebook live, but if you can tell our viewers, what is PCOS? Cause we mentioned that, um, but maybe you could just speak to that for a moment. Sure. Um, PCOS is an endocrine and reproductive mm -hmm. syndrome. Mm -hmm. uh, it affects approximately one in five or up to 21% of patients worldwide. Mm -hmm. uh, it can affect several body systems, um, mm -hmm. and, but a lot of people tend to focus on the fact that it can cause some major reproductive issues, including the PMS, mm -hmm. uh, irregular menstrual cycles, infertility. Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it's, a, it's a big issue with, with multiple layers. Mm -hmm. They still don't know what causes it. There is no cure for it, and it mm -hmm. is lifelong. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so we want to highlight right now as we are recording that this is mm -hmm. PCOS Awareness Month, mm -hmm. right? And you're yes. doing something with that, right, Ashley? Yes, we are PCOS Awareness Month. Uh, we have a month long of events, including galas, symposiums, 5Ks, uh, outreach, anything you can imagine, lightings worldwide, buildings lighting up. Um, so I know it's probably going to be after the fact that people see this, but still just to uh, know what's going on in the community. If you went to PCOSAwarenessMonth.org, it would list everything that's going on and it would connect you with other events that go on throughout the year, which is really important um, for people to know that they're not alone or when they're having all these different symptoms that they, they can't explain that there is help, there is education, there is hope out there, which is why I'm so thankful that you're addressing this and PMS um, because a lot of women feel like they're broken or there's something wrong with them there's and no one is listening. Them. And That's for right. them to know that you are mm -hmm. listening and you are addressing it mm -hmm. is so important. Mm -hmm. It's so true. And so I love what you said, you know, a lot of people may be watching this after September and here's the truth. It's not like we shelve it and it just goes away. It's like a mm -hmm. year long thing. It's mm -hmm. like you're dealing with it every single day. So yeah. it's relevant any day. Mm -hmm. So this conversation we're having. Awareness, yes. Absolutely. Yes. And bringing back to PMS is real. We just we really want men to understand us as women because there's always this big disconnect I find amongst couples where you know, the, the, you know, the man perhaps in a, in a partner couple um, where they're lost as to how to help and, and what do I do as she's transitioning through her premenstrual cycle. And one of the things I always say is, you know, first of all, um, I think there's a book, The Fifth Vital Sign, um, basically yes. really important for women to, for, to have you track your menstrual cycles. So your day one, there's apps out there like Flow App. It's just one that I use, but there are many different tracking apps to record your day ones. And then beyond that, understanding if you have irregular menstrual cycles in the case of PCOS or perimenopause, perhaps, 
pay attention to your bodily fluids. Now I'm going to do a little bit of what you call TMI or too much information, but at the same time, it's really, really helpful for young women who are, are going through puberty and experiencing this for the first time, or perhaps for women who don't really pay attention. So um, every month, if you're cycling every month or whenever you're ovulating, you will get an egg white cervical mucus, which if you crack open an egg, you'll see the clear stuff. That's what we will um, produce from our cervix and every month or, or every month that you're ovulating. And that clear goopy discharge, you might notice when you're wiping to go to the washroom, that is an indication of your estrogen on the rise. And it makes for a nice, perfect environment for sperm to travel. If you count two weeks from that, that is an indication that you will be expecting your period. So two weeks is the first half of the cycle that changes. So from your day one for to a your, PCOS person. For, for, for yes, that's right. Well, I mean, women going through perimenopause may still right, experience right, right, right. it. You're women right, you're with right. PCOS. Yeah. So if they're having an irregular cycle, their the first half of their cycle is what is irregular. The second half is always the same, about two weeks. So it's an easy way to judge when you may be expecting your PMS. And if you can have your partner uh, track that with you so that they're aware and they can kind of redirect you and support you, and things that might help you with your PMS. So for me, I would want to be redirected and say, hey, sweetie, if you could do a little more exercise or take a bath and take some time to take care of yourself, recognizing um, also not to make big decisions around that time or have arguments around like making big decisions because sometimes, you know, around the PMS time, we get a little irrational. I mean, I don't know if I'm only speaking for myself, but I know a lot of women would agree. Well, so. and, and you know what? And the sensitivity goes beyond the emotional too. So even mm -hmm. like, I, I find even estheticians, they know when a woman is premenstrual because mm -hmm. even things like um, laser or what is, what do you, yeah, when they laser off hair, mm -hmm. stuff like that, mm -hmm. women that are uh, premenstrual, will feel more pain at that time. Mm, yes. right? And estheticians know this, this without anybody true. telling them anything. Mm -hmm. They'll say, hmm, are you premenstrual today? And they're like, oh yeah, <laughs> right? So there's lots of different ways of actually getting the cues and the signs. Mm -hmm. But So it's about being conscious of it. So yeah. a lot of women don't even know. Right, yes. It's funny that you said that because actually a lot of women, believe it or not, get their diagnosis from laser hair removal or from an oh, electrolysis because mm -hmm. they, they see those hormonal patterns and differences. Mm -hmm. They sometimes women will, will, will ask people, where do you get it? And you would be amazed at the percentage of people that say, Oh, well, I just had laser hair removal or electrolysis and they Right. From, me. Mm -hmm. That makes sense because, yeah. because of course, who are the higher percentage of women that mm -hmm. are getting extra hairs, mm -hmm. unwanted mm -hmm. hairs, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. Yes. That's amazing. Yes. I did yes. not know that. Yeah. Dermatologists too with yeah. cystic acne for sure. But that, that is such an interesting point you're making. Great Ashley. insight. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And what would you suggest for some tips to address the PMS for women perhaps to suggest uh, redirect or, or, or male partners to redirect um, in terms of how do we help support our women who experience PMS? Really, it's about having a conversation and actually mm -hmm. listening. Mm -hmm. um, and it, it's, it's hard. It goes both ways, honestly. I mean, mm -hmm. I, I can tell you when this all started for me, mm -hmm. for me to 
to sit there and have that conversation with my partner that, you know, I'm having these severe menstrual cycles or, you know, um, do you mind if, you know, I, I, I shave my face, you know, I, things, things of that, that's a really hard conversation for anyone to have Mm -hmm. because when you have severe PMS or PCOS or all the symptoms that go along with it, Mm -hmm. um, for a lot of patients, you feel like it's an attack on your femininity and Mm. it's hard to address that with someone that you want to look at you in a certain way. Mm-hmm. So what I would say is for the guys that, you know, there, there is no cookie cutter cut out of what a person should be or how they should feel. Mm-hmm. And if someone is having feelings, whether you understand it or not, they are valid. And because they're valid to the person that you're with, they should be valid for you. And that it's a partnership. You work together, you build together, and you learn together. Mm-hmm. Um, not everything is going to be perfect, but it's just open communication. And that goes beyond just, um, you know, husbands and wives that goes with friends that goes with mm-hmm. family. It's exactly. just, it's yeah. listening and communicating. Mm-hmm. Well, so here's the thing though, too. And a lot of cultures though, traditionally, you know, there's no acknowledgement. It's like women are silenced for anything to do with their bodily functions. Mm-hmm. Even tampon right? commercials when we used to watch TV in, in the olden days, you would be like the best way to hide your tampon and, you know, like, you know, making sure it's secret and panty liners that are basically non-visible. Right. So, Seamless. Yeah. yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and like, and honestly, I mean, nowadays, um, since women's liberation, it's like, we want to be like men. So it, it's like, you just, you just, you know, shove a tampon in or whatever, and then you just go on. Right. And pretend like nothing's happening. Like in the business world, mm-hmm. like, you know, <laughs> who cares if you have a cramp, you just got to keep going. Right. Mm-hmm. Whereas like in the olden days, like I love the book, the red tent. Yes. Sisters, the red tent. Right. Yes. You would just go off and then you would like go in their huts together. That's right. <laughs> we so we to- can't do that. So how do we do this? Like, so this community I think is awesome, mm-hmm. but you know, I can't see us all going into the bush together right now. So <laughs> every month, but we can all come out of the bushes together Yes, and talk about this. That's right. Talk about it. Yes. Have yes. the conversation mm-hmm. because it's not going to change unless mm-hmm. we use our voices. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. And Agreed. that's with any kind of movement, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and it's not one person alone. It's really a community. Mm-hmm. And that brings to community is vital to our health and vitality. So and Right. Vital. Like in, in mm-hmm. so many different levels. So yes, you know, we're, paying attention to our partners and educating them Mm -hmm. and also just having a community of people that you can turn to that fully get you is just Mm -hmm. so important. Even your healthcare team, making sure that you're not just isolated to one healthcare practitioner, getting the whole team approach is really important because you'll get little bits from every healthcare practitioner and being able to share who you're seeing Mm. with each team member, because then you can have that integration. I mean, I really, really want to bridge that gap as much as possible. It's so important. Yeah. And then, and beyond that too, it's like, okay, outside of the doctor's offices, Mm -hmm. like, what do you do? Have that community. And Mm -hmm. sometimes, sometimes it's actually not with your partner. Sometimes it's with strangers, mm-hmm. right? Like that's why there's these Facebook groups because mm-hmm. you can fully be able to be yourself, mm-hmm. right? There, there are so many groups and actually you, you just reminded me um, 
because we were talking about the conversation of how to get your spouses involved and everything. Mm -hmm. There is one Facebook group that I absolutely love and it's called sisters and their misters. And it's for, yeah. So it's, it's for the PCOS patient and their spouse, their partner. I mean, it doesn't, their, their friend, their family, it doesn't matter. It's anybody who is, who's trying to support someone with PCOS can Mm -hmm. join and learn from this. Mm -hmm. Um, So I, that's a great way. Look for, look for groups that are inclusive of everyone and that try to educate Mm -hmm. everyone on the situation. Yes. And I love it how you add in educate versus groups are just basically like bitching sessions. (laughs) Have you ever encountered those? Have you ever sometimes? Sometimes, sometimes. (laughs) like, oh, I don't know how positive you'll walk away when everybody's just like chiming in and like Mm -hmm. adding on to the bitching session. We want to nourish each other, exactly. No judgment. Yes, yes, absolutely. Advocate for then, and that is the one thing I love about PCOS challenge and all of the kind of runoffs from it. Everyone's so encompassing. We all get each other. I think Mm -hmm. it's really important. What are two tips you would do for PMS? Let's tell our viewers or our listeners, what are two things as a healthcare provider you would offer your patients for PMS just to kind of help ease the, the uh, maybe the cravings since that was something you experienced? Well, one of the things that, you know, I'm actually going to, like when you first said that, mm-hmm. my automatic go-to is, you mm-hmm. know, in Chinese medicine, we look at um, the time of premenstrual period. It's like the sign of congestion. It's like the buildup before the release Mm. and the energetics is through the liver and the liver energy needs to be nice and clean at this Mm -hmm. time. So one way to soothe and calm the liver, which also helps to soothe and calm the mind and spirit is something so simple that you can get anytime, anywhere, which is peppermint. And Mm. now it's summer here in Toronto. So you can literally grow your own peppermint leaves because it's really cheap. And they're considered actually a weed. So you can do well with it without really having to do so much, yeah, they right? Too, like, they overgrow. They grow overgrow. So you have to put it into a pot and then yeah. into your garden. Otherwise, your entire garden will be peppermint. Yeah, but you know mm-hmm. what? Lots That's of people beautiful. live in condos. And yes, condo true. living, perfect. Mm-hmm. You can sit mm-hmm. it on your windowsill and mm-hmm. it'll just grow and thrive. And you it just grab so some good. and it tastes good. So you don't have to, mm-hmm. um, uh, you don't have to like let it steep for so long. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's just nice. And, you know, short of that, of course, you can buy it through the health food store. And I would always say buy more of an organic one, because if they're sprayed and laden with pesticides, mm-hmm. one of the things with uh, PMS, it, there is a hormonal imbalance, mm-hmm. right, as a symptom. Mm-hmm. So PMS, uh, sorry, pesticides can impair that a little bit more, right? Like mm-hmm. so if you're laden with pesticides in your body, then it's not so as helpful. organic from your garden is best. And actually, sure. as a healthcare practitioner yourself, previous nurse, what would you suggest as one tip for PMS? Hmm. I would honestly say that it, it starts with self-care. Um, so comforting foods if, with PCOS, again, low carbs, low sugar still, but, you know, try to find more comforting foods. Heat helps a lot. Um, Mm -hmm. Rest, making sure that your body rests, make sure that your mind is allowed to rest. Um, That's one thing that I try to hit home with people is it's okay to have off days Mm -hmm. or not 
feel great, allow yourself to go through that. Don't mm-hmm. fight it because the more you fight it, the more you're increasing your anxiety, which increases your inflammation, which will increase your cramping. So just take a chill day if you need to. Um, and there's always tomorrow to pick up the fight again. Yeah, <laughs> I love that you say That's that great. because I always advocate for that kind of 80-20 Uh, concept of 80% try to be as healthy as you can with your lifestyle, but then 20% flexibility. And that is definitely my window of flexibility is just before the period where I let go a little bit, have a little dark chocolate. My my kids will have it with me. And I I say it's okay because the rest of the time I'm educating them on sugar. I'm like, but we still have fun. You know, we're still flexible. And then for me, although definitely I need more sleep, I recognize that sleep is so important. So give yourself the permission to just not do during that time if you do get that extra fatigue. But I find Mm -hmm. I have to move. I need the exercise for the kind of to squash the the, the irritability. And, And it was more prominent in my younger years for sure. Right. So that, and that makes sense. And again, back Mm -hmm. to Chinese medicine. So Mm -hmm. when we have the PMS symptoms, it's like the, the energy gets stuck. Mm -hmm. So movement helps to get you unstuck. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes. But certain levels of fatigue, you're right. Like when you can't even break through that, it's like Mm -hmm. also give yourself permission to like, Oh, right. So it goes okay. both ways. It yes. depends on a person and the, and the, the cycle. Scenario, yeah. And the cycle mm-hmm. month to month, they could be yeah. different day to day. Yes. You know, I have to tell you guys, cause it, it's, it's funny. I, I kind of rationalize things a little bit um, because a little bit of dark chocolate is okay because it has the antioxidants. Mm-hmm. And then I yeah. say a little bit of red wine yeah. is okay because it has the reversatile, which is good That's for PCOS. Right. Yes. <laughs> totally. I do that to myself all the time. I'm like, dark chocolate, antioxidants, or spiritual. It's awesome for sure. Yeah. So I choose my flexibility with a little exactly. antioxidant. Okay. Love you said that you said that. <laughs> Absolutely, Ashley. Thank you for sharing for sure. And I guess one of the questions that we always ask at the end of our podcast is what did did you do or what will you do today to fill your cup either or i am going to fill my cup with love Mm. with advocacy and with outreach today um just because it's pcos awareness month And um, because everyone is focusing on that, I think it's important to get the message out, but more importantly for people to know they're not alone and that they are loved no matter who they are or what they're going through. Awesome. Thank you. Oh, you know, we didn't add in what we did today to fill our cups. Oh, go ahead. So what you go, I sang a Beatles (laughs) song before. Oh, cool. Yeah. No, which one car. was it? In the car. Yes, I do. I like Smule. I'm a Smule fan, which is like a little app where you can sing with famous people or non-famous people. And I just sat, sung with myself, basically. So, yes. And if I could remember the song, I'll remember the song when you oh, tell what you were right. your okay. teacup. Well, you know, like people might think, oh, gosh, it has to be some big, grandiose thing. Mm-hmm. And for me, I, I was like, yes, because... I had a patient at seven o'clock at eight o'clock AM. They were shooting. I don't know when you're listening to this, but, um, and we started our first interview like by 10. So it's like how I, I was really committed to do this yoga. I'm in the middle of a yoga challenge right now. And I'm like, okay, it's only 25 minutes. How can I squeeze it in? So I literally was squeezing it in. So it was like, I had to like put it on pause and like, but I got it done. Mm-hmm. Right. And, that filled my cup because it's like, who says that I had to start and finish, right? You know, exactly the way it should be. 
right? Right. It, I got it done. Exactly. I and got it has some to be, sleep. It doesn't have to be something long and complicated. It can be simple, short, sweet. It's just trying to find the space to kind of make it a priority so that you take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Ashley. And we'll thank talk to you really soon. And for those of you guys. Yeah. I hope so, because especially now that I know you do Smule, we're oh, doing a duet. Just, oh, we're awesome. doing a duet. <laughs> okay. Again, I want, I want to do that. Hey, uh, come on in. Oh Let's do goodness. it. We're all going to do it. It's so fun. Yeah. yeah it was totally. Mother Nature's Son by uh, the Beatles. Okay. That's hilarious. Yeah. So yeah, so, I just actually excited. put the app in my- Raised my dopamine, home. my happy joy <laughs> molecule. I have a Smule partner. Yeah. yeah. But that is so cool, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I think, I think voice and voicing yourself through song- mm-hmm or journaling or whatever is very therapeutic. So Mm -hmm. I think it's awesome. Yes. Thank you guys. And uh, do share this because again, PMS, most women get it. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Like let's educate, let's share, let's be open, Mm -hmm. let's talk. Comment, share story, like. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so for you who are just joining in today, we have other ones and this is a weekly podcast. So mm-hmm. check that out. And for you watching on YouTube, subscribe, mm-hmm. like, comment, and please suggest. And we're, we're open to take suggestions on mm-hmm. topics and mm-hmm. what have you, contributions or someone else that you would want to ask to interview. That would be awesome too. Okay. Amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for joining us. Click subscribe, like, and share. Please comment and suggest topics you want us to cover. Until next time, ask yourself how you're going to embrace you first today. For more podcasts, check out embraceyoufirst.com and follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.